At this point, I could tell Don was slowly shifting away from my inquiries, and I just couldn't press him any further. I had asked my mother if she'd known Don when he attended their church, but she didn't remember him. This didn't really surprise me because she was only in her teens then and was mostly involved with people her age. But she did remember seeing him years later, an elderly poor man on the streets of Ironton. I also learned that my dad knew of Don. During that period, he was still collecting trash, and he often saw Don moving about in different parts of the town. He never knew much about him. Neither did my cousin Randy, who also picked up garbage at that time, but in a different section of the city. Don was a mystery to everyone I asked. Driven by my growing curiosity, I became more aggressive in searching for answers. I asked my mother to ask questions about Don next time she saw Ray Wilson or any older church members. I enlisted my father and cousin Randy to be on the lookout to see if Don ever interacted with anyone besides his usual friends living on the streets. I even began calling friends I remembered from my old church, asking them to inquire about Don with their parents or grandparents. I sat at my store counter making one call after another during the part of the day when I knew Don wouldn't be there. Like an amateur detective, I secretly jotted down every name or church event Don mentioned. Part of me felt uneasy pursuing this information behind Don's back. I well remembered how he'd responded when he discovered I was searching for his home. However, I just couldn't put aside the mystery surrounding this man. How could someone be so downtrodden and separated from mainstream society and yet exude such an eternal wisdom? In the end, I came up with nothing. There were people who remembered seeing this impoverished, timid man, but nothing else. In fact, I knew more about him than any of my contacts. One day I asked Don if he remembered my grandfather. No, son, I don't remember him, he said. I described him and added, He was an elder during the time you were at the church. Well, son, that was quite a few years back. My own memory of my grandfather was limited because he died when I was five years old. My most vivid recollection of him involved an incident that strangely hinted at the period when I would meet Don. My grandfather worked at an iron plant in Ironton, but also owned a corner grocery just a block from where I grew up. Mom would take me to the store on days when he was managing it. I always enjoyed seeing my grandfather, but sometimes resisted going if I didn't feel like walking the distance. To keep me entertained and at a steady pace, Mom would let me ride my toy red car for these trips. This special ride offered an extra enticement to accompany my mother. Mom would say, Let's go ride your car to see Pawpaw. In a matter of minutes, I'd be beside her pushing with my feet and coasting over the dips and cracks of the sidewalk leading directly to the store. During one visit, Pawpaw presented me with a laminated driver's license that he had created with paper and markers. Even though I knew him as a sweet man with a good sense of humor, I also knew his serious side. He always spoke with authority about being responsible and always choosing to do right. When he presented me with the license... I sensed his approval and was motivated to continue making those trips in my car. I felt that I now had a legal document that empowered me with special rights. After that, when my mother said, Let's go ride your car to see Papa," I felt a deeper connection with my grandfather and that I was traveling for some special purpose. 
A boy empowered by a license he carried as he drove his red car to the corner grocery was strangely similar to Don, delivering the authority of Scripture to my store in his rusty red Buick. Some might say it was prophetic, but I didn't really know how to view it. However, I did know that it uniquely reflected what was yet to come. Whenever I reflect on being empowered by the Lord to fulfill His mission, my mind always comes back to the time I received that unusual gift from my grandfather. One morning I saw my elderly customer Benedict marching toward the store in his dark sunglasses, his heavy jacket, and his usual angry expression. Here he comes, I said, giving Don the chance to hide down one of the aisles. I better start cutting his baloney. Benedict picked up his Robitussin and stood at the meat counter. One pound of baloney, he said as if I hadn't heard.